Hey guys, thank you so, so much for being um, patient with me this week. This podcast is a day late and I do apologize about that. Usually I record like Friday and or Saturday, but with St. Patrick's Day on Saturday, I kind of kind of went a little crazy for the day. It was a lot of fun though. I haven't gone out in a while, so it was much, much needed. And now I can talk about Very Cavallari because I have a lot of thoughts about last night's episode. And I feel like before I do Very Cavallari, I should always put a PSA that just says, I don't dislike Kristen. I am talking about what I see on a can- on a television. That's all I'm talking about. It's not my personal, you know, opinions on anybody. It's just what I'm seeing on the screen. And I had some I had some thoughts about last night's episode. But first, before we get into that, we're going to talk about The Last Dance. Yes, the prom season one where um, I won't talk about a limo scene because someone threatened to sue me. That's the episode we're going to talk about, okay? So right away, Elsie starts talking about how she made a pact to go to prom with her friend David. And my friend Rich and I actually made that pact. And then my friend Slaw, we call her Slaw, her name's Steph, but she goes by Slaw. She went to a uh, all-girls school, but we wanted her to come to prom with us, so I let Rich go with her, and I went with a junior, and I cried at prom. If you don't cry at prom, did you even have fun, right? No. So Elsie explains that her and David made a, you know, said they're going to go to prom freshman year, and they're holding to it, and they're going to prom together. And now the question is, who is Kristen going to go with? She isn't sure if Steven's going to ask her, but Morgan S. is like, you dumbass, he'll obviously ask you, like, ugh, stop being so annoying. Or that's kind of how I feel Morgan S. felt. You know, between her and Alex having to constantly ask about Steven, I'm sure she was just kind of, like, over it and didn't want to talk about it anymore. But they ran into the other Morgan, Brunette Morgan, we'll call her. And she's like, you know, some people are like, if I don't have a date, I'll go anyway. And I'm, and she's like, if I don't have a date, I'm not going to go. My date will be Ben and Jerry at home. And I'm like, damn, Morgan, you're funny. Not utilized at all. So next we have our girls, Elsie and Lo. They're shopping for prom dresses. And Elsie asks Lo who her, you know, dream prom date would be. And they both said Chad Michael Murray. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm about to make a big stand. Chad Michael Murray is high key overrated. That's right. I'm a James Lafferty girl. I've always been a James Lafferty girl. But Chad Michael Murray, like, I mean, everything with Sophia Bush. I am just so team Sophia Bush. And everyone's like, Kelly, that was like 10 years ago. Let it go. Or maybe even more than 10 years ago now. But I'm like, hell no. He cheated on Sophia Bush with Paris Hilton. And that way, I'm never going to like Paris Hilton. I'm never going to like Chad Michael Murray. And I'm always going to love Sophia Bush. So I'm just, I'm getting it out there now. James Lafferty over Chad Michael Murray. And Brian Greenberg, who played Jake Jagielski, over both of them. Whew, let me take a breath. That was that, that was a lot of thoughts at once. Thank you guys for sticking with me. If you if you didn't stick with me past that one, don't blame you. But maybe one day I'll just do a One Tree Hill. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to do a One Tree Hill podcast and say all of my negative opinions on the show. Alex is driving with Kristen and Kristen isn't sure if she wants to go to prom with Sam or Steven. And she's just kind of going to wait until whichever guy asks her first. And again, I'm going to say it, the real love triangle here was Kristen, Sam, and Steven. Those three are the love triangle. Screw Kristen, Elsie, and Steven. It was all about those boys with Kristen. 
So they end up going to Morgan S.'s house and Kristen shows the stalker letter, quote, stalker letter. And Morgan's like, listen, bitch, it's Steven. Like, it's Steven. And Kristen's like, no, he was so mad about it. It wasn't Steven. It wasn't him. And Morgan's like, it's Steven. Like, stop being dumb. It kind of reminded me of the note in Jersey Shore where she's like, who wrote the note? You know, who wrote the note? And, um... What was it? It was like last night Ron put his face into two breasts or something like that. I don't really remember, but it was funny. Made for great TV. Anyway, we get to uh, Laguna Surf and Sport and Steven is talking to his wingman Dieter about playing it cool when Kristen was asking him what was going on. And Steven was like, you better not say yes to this guy. But Steven was just using his acting chops, which he later was in One Tree Hill Really full circle today, guys. I'm feeling good about this one. It's very full circle. Um, This episode's actually one of my favorites. I think it's a really, really good one. And I don't think I knew about promposals before Laguna. I know some people said it happened at their school, but I wasn't ever aware of them. So I'm going to blame Laguna for promposals. I don't know if you guys remember when MTV did the whole show based on promposals. How annoying. Ugh. But um, there are some really great scenes in this. I mean, Dieter's Promposal is great. Better With You by Five Times August is playing in the background, which is one of my favorite songs that play in the whole series, um, even including The Hills. Um, So he has his limo. He tells Jessica to follow the roses. And when she shows up, there is a banner that says, will you go to prom with me, Jess? And she's like, of course I'll go to prom with you. And then we have Morgan's promposal from Gary. And I wish Gary was in the series more. He seems like a really fun, fun time. And it's out of all the fishes in the sea, prom with me. And then she calls him and she goes, Gary, it's Morgan. This is so cute. Of course I'll go to prom with you. This is so cute. Or I I don't know if it's just like that, but it's pretty close. And then surprise, her dad is kind of a zaddy. And you guys know how much I love me a good zaddy. And he was like, this is nicer than when I proposed to your mother, which I thought was funny. Like, I love me some good dad humor, right? Trey is opening his um, gate. And on the other side, it's a bunch of candles spelling out prom. And when I was driving around Laguna, I saw that gate and I so badly want to take a picture of it and be like, that's Trey's house. That's Trey's house. But I also didn't want to be like super creepy. It was already weird for me being there. I was already so excited. But when I saw that gate, I said to Callie, who has never watched the show, really, I was like, oh, my God, do you see that? And she was like, what? What? What the hell? And uh, she was the one driving because I'm a very bad driver. So she was driving, trying to pay attention. And I'm just like looking around like, you know, like, I don't know, golden retriever in the back seat. Like, oh, my God, look at everything. It's so cool over here. Um, But Callie might actually join the podcast because I think it would be funny to have someone who's never watched an episode try and give me some commentary on the episode. And a lot of people have been asking me if I'm going to have like followers join. And I just need to figure out how to um, do this through like Skype because I don't want to give my phone number out. I hope you guys understand that. I'm not, I don't know. I don't give my phone number out anyway. When like I meet people, I'm like, oh, follow me on Instagram instead of like taking my number or something like that. But, um, but yeah. So I think that would be, you know, kind of funny. I think that'd be a good time for me at least. Um, so we have like these really cute promposals, right? We have Morgan and Dieter and Trey and all that. And then we have like Steven's weird little promposal. 
I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of this promposal. I mean, you know, he's dropping roses and we still don't know it's Steven, even though we do know it's Steven. And then he's like, Kristen walks into the house and calls Alex. And then Steven just runs in shirtless with his little butt crack hanging out. And all it says on his back or front, it's like, Kristen, will you go to prom with me? And I am sorry. Out of the all the promposals, that is the worst one. Even like the promposals in season two, they really stepped it up. But like having having Steven running around shirtless with his little butt crack, like I'm all set with that. And I mean, Kristen was excited. She probably really wanted to go with him. So great for her and everything. But I just I kind of felt like that was um that was weird. I don't know. I don't know. Not not my best promposal in my opinion. Not the best one. But um yeah, so little shirtless skinny Steven with his chucker hat. Just running around, dropping roses, and then just writing prom on his chest or some shit. So there's a really cute scene, and it's like Morgan, Christina, Lowe, and Lauren all just dancing and singing in the car. And I remember doing that with my friends. We'd always drive to the beach, and we'd be like jamming in my Corsica with its red velvet interior, not caring, taking pictures. Very unsafe now that I like say it out loud. But it was fun. It was a good time. And some when I see shit like that, I'm like, wow, I really do miss that. You know, being older. Um, I mean, I still like drive with my friends and jam out a bit, but it's not like it was in high school. So Christina starts asking Elsie about Steven and Kristen. And Elsie is just like, we just don't care for one another. We don't hate each other. We just don't like each other, which totally understand. That's kind of what Taylor said about her relationship with Kristen when I did the live with her. Um, They just didn't care for one another. It's not that they hated each other. It's not that anyone, you know, hated one another. They just, they weren't huge fans of each other, which I found interesting because in the next scene, Kristen calls Elsie a fake brat. And then she's like, Princess Lauren, Princess Lauren, you know, which I I found kind of funny, especially because Elsie's like, we don't hate each other. So and then there's like a little scene in the um, nail salon and they start talking about winter formal and how Kristen pushed Elsie in the bathroom. And I wish we got to see that like that would be great. But it's a school function. So, you know, that they wouldn't have let MTV film anyway. We would have just heard about it or had like one of the little handheld cameras getting it, which I would have loved. Like, let me see that footage, please, MTV. Again, I feel like there's so many things in season one that they should have shown. So Steven shows up at Trey's to get ready for prom and he calls Kristen and he's talking about leaving a um, key at the front desk. And Kristen's like, I don't want everybody knowing that we got a hotel room because I have parents, Steven. And he's like, whatever, like nobody cares. Just get it. Okay, just get your hotel key. And it's so scandalous. I remember watching that when I was in eighth grade and I'm like, oh, my God, they got a hotel room. You know what that means, right? <laughs> um, so Lo then says like to Elsie, she's like, Lindy's here. And it was the first time I ever caught it under Lindy's name. It says Elsie's hairstylist. Like, I guess Elsie has always had this hairstylist that we weren't totally aware of. And her name's Lindy. She did a really great job with, you know, the, the ponytail with the white flower in it. And Lindy asks, you know, what are the plans for after prom or what are the guys doing for prom? Something something about the guys in prom. 
Um, and Elsie's like, they want to stay for a half an hour, then they want to go to the after party, and then they want to get some. In the very next scene is Dieter, and this is the first time I've ever actually caught this. Dieter says, it's so funny, every single one of us is going to get laid tonight. Damn, Dieter, okay. He says, like, a lot of weird stuff like that, and I was kind of wondering if that's why he doesn't want to do a live. I have asked him to do a live, and, you know, he said he's uncomfortable, but, like, after re-watching some scenes with him, I'm like, okay, yeah, he comes off, like, a little pervy, but he's in high school, and high school boys are pervs. That's that's the way it is, right? It's all those hormones. They don't know what to do with them or some shit. I don't know. I'm not going to say boys will be boys, because fuck that, right? So Dennis has the best line of the entire episode, which we all know, heavy on the makeup, light on the dress. Like that is just, again, dad humor. I'm, I'm really into dad. I don't I don't know. I'm going to stop myself there. But, um, you know, some dad humor is always appreciated. So earlier today when I said I was doing this episode, a couple people asked me to talk about Lowe's bandage on her leg. And it's like a pretty decent sized bandage. I don't know what happened to Lowe. Um, I could DM her and ask, but I doubt she'll answer. I'm going to go with she cut her leg shaving or she has like a tattoo there or she got attacked by a shark. I mean, like I said, it's a really big bandage, so you don't totally know what's going on, but I'm going with she nicked her leg and she just had a big bandage instead of a small bandaid. I don't know, but yeah, I'm going with that. So they show up at I think they show up at Christina's house first and Morgan has the same dress as Lo and they get into the limo. Jem Bunny is putting some lip gloss on her and then Lo is like, Morgan has my dress. She's a whore. And that's, again, when people could say like slut shaming and call each other whores and it wasn't that bad. So I find that funny if I was in 2004. Obviously now you just don't get recorded saying that. I don't know. PC's crazy, but um, I don't think she meant anything like that bad about it. It's just kind of like, damn, she has the same outfit as me. Like that actually really sucks because you want to stand out. You want to look good, right? So at Trey's pre-prom, excuse me, Trey's pre-prom party, um, we see David for the first time. Elsie's date, little cutie, very excited to go with Elsie. Then we see Lowe's date, Michael, who looks about 11. He looks like a little brother that like snuck in, but she's super excited to go with him. So good for you, Lowe. Proud of you going with Michael. Elsie and Steven take their picture together. They have some group shots. Then they go to prom. Actually, before prom, they're like hanging out of the limo, like just having a blast. And it's not just a limo. It's like a stretch Hummer. And it looks like the most fun anyone's ever had in their entire life. And to this day, I just want to stand up out of a sunroof of a stretch Hummer and pump my fist in the air and reenact some Laguna scenes. I should have done that, right? Should have done that in Laguna. Be like, Callie, I need you to go have these with me on this just so I can live my dream. And then, you know, they get to prom and cameras weren't allowed. So they had like a little handheld prom. I know in season two, Cedric had the camera. So season one, I don't know who had the camera, but it was somebody. And there's just some like fun crowd shots of Steven dancing, Kristen dancing, like uh, low and Talon dancing. It just looked like a good time. Sweaty, drunken teenager time, which... A couple people probably knew from their prom. I know girls from my prom, they would put like 
vodka in their um, little perfume bottles or something like that. They got real crafty. But yeah, that's how girls got drunk at my prom. And then we're in the limo and it is like an Uber from hell. Like when all your friends are wasted and you're like, just get us home before anybody throws up and we have to pay the extra hundred dollars. Like, please just get us home, driver. I need you to get us home. And Mike actually gets out and pukes and you can hear it. Like you can hear him throwing up and Steven starts cracking up and Elsie's like, can you please just take us home or get us out of here? I think she says, I don't know. But then we have the whole like drunk Steven and drunk Kristen chat or allegedly drunk. Maybe I should say allegedly. They're, they're allegedly drunk. Um, and they're just talking about how like, what are they going to do with each other? Are they going to stay together? Are they going to you know, break apart or what, what's going to happen, break apart, break up, or what are they going to do and how she wants him to come to winter formal, but he doesn't want to go to a high school party or high school dance. And then he's like, it's no worse what I'm doing in San Francisco than what you're doing down here. And it's, it's a very weird, um, thing. And, but you can tell they're both fucked up like end of the day. And one thing Elsie has is her Red Bull. Like, Come on, she she loves her Red Bull. She deserves to drink her Red Bull, and she's probably trying to sober up a little bit. Um, so they all get dropped off at the hotel, and I am guessing it's the Laguna Beach Inn because that place looks kind of like janky where they're staying. It doesn't look like the nicest hotel in the world. So my bets are on the Laguna Beach Inn because it's cheap, and there's a reason it's cheap because none of the outlets work. You plug something in, and it falls out, and that is why you should spend the extra, like, $40 a night to stay at Holiday Inn or something like that. Anyway, back to the show. There's that nice little goodbye to you sing-along. And we see um, Stephen and Kristen hug. And in the live with Kristen, she actually talked about that. And she said how she actually filmed leaving. She actually filmed, like, walking out and all this stuff. But the the producers kind of got her in because she didn't want her dad to know she stayed at a hotel. But production did her dirty and they kind of showed her stay in. And um, there's like a weird scene where Trey's knocking on Dieter's door and he's shirtless and then they go skinny dipping maybe or they just like go for a swim in the morning time. I don't know. It was very weird. They don't explain it. It's just them going. And um, we find out that Lo made out with Talon. And I don't know. It's just like a nice little scene. It's the end cheers. It's um, Lo and Elsie giving each other a little cheers. And I think that's great. It's a great moment. Great episode, great television. I mean, they don't do it like that anymore. Speaking of television, let's talk about Very Cavallari. So like I said, I feel like I need to do a PSA before every one of those stories I do of Very Cavallari because so many people are like, I really feel like you hate Kristen. I feel this, I feel that. And honestly, I don't like the way she is acting this season, but that doesn't mean I don't like Kristen Cavallari as a person. Like she's great, I'm sure. She's very nice. I've met her once. Um, She invited me to her store opening and I'll always say that because that means more to me than most people probably understand. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like she's trying too hard to portray something she's not. I I feel like she wants to come off as the bad bitch or like the mean boss. But again, I don't think that that's what the show should be. And then everyone wanted the show to be more her and Jay. But I don't know. I just, I feel like she's trying too hard to be like a bad bitch who rules with an affair. Uh, I don't know. Rule like a communist? A fair... 
authoritative i can't say that word authoritative authoritative i think i don't know what i'm trying to say i don't edit this podcast so i'm gonna leave that in to show you how dumb i am (laughs) but i i don't i don't know and then when she brought in that kaylee girl and she was like well kaylee got fired by hr it's like oh so so kaylee they there is hr in the building right so Kaylee got fired by HR, and I didn't know you could rehire someone if they got fired for cause. I was actually really surprised about that, and I've been, like, thinking about it all day. And I wanted to ask my HR person, but she was very busy today. She can't answer my questions about very cavalry. She's got things to do. But I just, I kind of, I feel like Kristen's trying too hard to be that bad bitch boss and I wish I never saw Vanderpump Rules because that's what I'm comparing Very Cavallari to. And it's not fair. Vanderpump Rules is like some weird reality TV masterpiece that can't be copied. Kind of like Laguna, right? Kind of like Laguna or The Hills or something like that. Yeah, I feel like watching last night, I was kind of like, oh, like, okay, you really want to bring this girl back because you need a villain. And Shannon played the villain role very well. I, th- I think she was likable. She made me laugh a lot. But I guess we'll see what Kaylee's up to. And as far as like the other cast members, Brittany just, she seems very stressed out. I really liked her last season. She seemed more like mellow hippie. And now she's just like, oh shit, I'm so nervous all the time. And I'm so worried about what's going to happen. And Reagan was in this episode. I mean, she wasn't in last episode. And Reagan makes me laugh. Like, I think she's pretty funny when she was like, we just need a man to put us to bed. Like, it doesn't matter if they're like, have the perfect body or anything I'm like hell yeah girl I got you um (laughs) I thought that was really funny um and I like Colby I think Colby's a good addition to the cast um she seems very nice I've met her before she is really nice um and I think that she's kind of taken over who Britney was last season I don't know if that makes sense but Britney was a little more emotional and I think she cried a little bit and um yeah I think that That she's a good addition. And I thought her little like crush on that cutie Cole. I thought that was cute. You know, play that up a little bit. I know they're dating on their Instagram. They're dating. It says they're dating. So unless they've broken up since they posted a photo of each other, they're dating. And Kelsey seems good. I mean, I don't know. I think that those girls need more airtime for us to really like judge who they are as characters on the show. But I will say that... um, I do have some guests coming up on the podcast, so maybe we'll get to know some of them a little bit better. But I just, one part I really wanted to address too is when Jay's like, it's just shipping. It's just shipping. Like he just keeps repeating that. And it really rubbed me the wrong way because like I work in social media and there are so many guys at work are like, it must be nice to play on Facebook all day. And it's like, how about you shut your fucking mouth and be respectful of my work? (laughs) You know, something like that. But someone DM'd me how they actually did receive like a, um, an empty box from very, from very cavalry from Uncommon James. And then someone DM me and they were like, what about internal theft? Like no one's that stupid to just send an empty box. And I was like, damn, if they bring in a storyline about internal theft, I'm very interested in this. Okay. I keep like jumping around because I write notes when I watch Laguna. I did not write notes about Very Cavallari and I apologize. Little spastic trying to get this done. But I really want to talk about another part is when Kaylee walked in and Colby got like upset and saw her and got upset and she left. She walked out 
And everyone was like, that was so unprofessional of her. When I didn't think it was, she really just needed to kind of like collect herself. And she went outside to do it. I probably would have went in the bathroom. But either way, you leave the situation, right? And um, Kristen said some, or Kelly walked by and she was like, I said hi to Colby. And she was like bawling her eyes out. Kelly, you didn't even say hi to Colby. Don't try and lie like that. It's on tape. Like, you didn't even say anything to her. And Colby was just, like, wiping her eyes. Like, she wasn't even crying that much. She was just, like, clearly upset. And I don't blame her. Like, this girl who made her life hell is back. And to be fair, there are people who I've worked with in the past that if they were to walk into my new job, I would want to walk out. And I think we all have that. So that's just being human, right? One thing I got asked, which I wanted to talk about, was my loyalty to cast members. And I try to, you know, be as fair to cast members as possible. I try not to drag them. I'll make fun of them, but I try not to do it in like a harmful way to hurt anybody other than maybe Spencer because Spencer blocked me and that hurt me deeply because I never said anything bad about him. And then all of a sudden I was blocked. So I was kind of like, fuck you. But um, I try and be as positive as possible with cast members and that's how I'm going to stay. I do pick on them for like dumb shit they did. Like I made fun of Jessica for like picking up her cat and looking out over the ocean or something like that. I I. I mean, that's stuff you can kind of pick on people about, but I try not to be too mean about it. I try not to be too mean about anything. When cast members block me, I get a little pissed. Like, I just realized that Jason's wife blocked me. And I was kind of like, what the fuck did I ever do to you, Ashley? But maybe she didn't want to see pictures of, like, Jason and Elsie, which, okay, I guess I understand. But I don't know if I'll ever have anyone from the Hills guest on this podcast maybe one day but they're not huge fans of Laguna Beach that's all I can say um but yeah so those are kind of all my thoughts of like very cavalry oh one more thought I'm sorry um at the end Kristen was like I can't stand this cattiness anymore like everyone's so such children or whatever she said and I'm kind of like you're being catty about your co like the people who work for you right now. So where do you think they're learning this behavior, right? Look in a mirror before you cast stones. Is that what it is? I don't know if that's even a saying, but it is now. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. Very Cavalarium always wishy-washy on. I like a lot of the cast. But I feel like, I don't know, I can't explain it. I guess this is only episode three of season two, so we have to see how other things go. But I will also say that maybe we will see. Oh, also, I got a lot of hate messages. Not hate, but like, what the fuck? When I said that Kelsey and Colby were the new Taylor and Shannon, I was just saying that, guys. Like, take a take a take a step back, okay? It's not serious. <laughs> I ha- I think I had to put up a story. I ended up deleting it, but I'm like, it's not that serious, guys. Like, it's really not that serious. But I hope you guys have an awesome week. There are going to be some people from Very Cavalry guest starring on the podcast. And I hope that you're okay with it. It's just, it's a nice kind of different thing for me. I love Laguna, love the hills. It's kind of, it's obviously become my thing, like Laguna Biatch for sure, for life, right? But I do want to get different perspectives on like Very Cavalry because Kristen is involved in that. And it would be kind of cool to see if they watch the show, if they had any like preconceived notions about Kristen, things like that. So... I hope you all have an awesome week. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Thank you for following the um, page. And I will talk to you guys later. And I will try not to be late anymore on any more podcasts. Bye.